Hello and welcome to the Highly Sensitive Soul Podcast. My name is Lisa Matthews, and together we'll explore both the gifts and the challenges of being highly sensitive so that you can bring your unique magic out into the world. You are listening to episode six. My name is Lisa Matthews, and I support highly sensitive people who are on a conscious journey of discovering their gifts and building an intentional life. I'm a self-development coach for HSPs, a biodynamic craniosacral therapist, and a flower essence practitioner. I've been in the healing arts for over a decade, and my background is as a registered nurse. Now, I started recording this episode a little bit earlier today, and I felt I was just getting way too much in my head with it. So I went out, had a walk in the sunshine, and came to the realization that, you know what, I'm just going to speak from the heart. I'm just going to share what, what comes out that feels good to share. One of the reasons why I was struggling with putting this episode together was because it covers kind of three different areas of life that I feel like have been in the ethers lately. One of them is self-worth. Another is productivity, time, doing your life work. And the last being digital use technology, social media use. I know that those three things might sound like they don't fit together at all. But over the past few years, they've actually had a pretty significant interrelationship in my life. And I'm curious if you've ever experienced something similar. So I feel like this time of the year, It's getting towards the end of January. This is when if someone's made a New Year's resolution, it may be getting a little harder to stick to whatever new habit or practice that you adopted. The excitement may have worn off. It may just feel like a bit of a slog to try and keep at it. And I'm going to loop back to those three areas that I mentioned before which honestly are kind of four now that I think of it, but that's all right. And did you know that I believe it's 92% of New Year's resolutions fail or aren't successful the first go around, I'm going to say, so I prefer that way of speaking it. And I think one of the reasons are is that we haven't given ourselves a real foundation to make the shifts, to build the new habit, and to step into that intentional part of our life, whatever it might be. So from a personal side of things, over the last few years, I've been developing my business. I retired from nursing and have since done a big move across the province, reset up my practice in a lovely little mountain town. And it felt like 
this amazing opportunity to really dive in and to really grow my business, to really establish my practice. And for those of you listening that work in any type of therapy role, client-facing role, or have your own business, you might have experienced this same feeling too, where suddenly you have the time to do all the things that you say you wanted to do when you didn't have time, and it becomes so hard to actually do them. And there's a lot of reasons for this, which I won't get into all of them today, but this idea of having a dream, having things that you want to do, having things that you feel like are part of your soul's work in this life, and yet running into that barrier of of really getting them done. I kind of classify this whole idea as doing hard things. And that could be really anything. That could be writing a book. That could be writing an online program. That could be building a garden out the back. It's not necessarily career or calling related. It could even be setting up really solid self-care rituals for yourself so that you feel more like yourself in everyday life. So I really developed this curiosity about why it's so difficult to do hard things. Because really, hard things are meaningful. Hard things... I should add the qualifier, hard things that we feel called to do that we're not just doing for the sake of doing. If you have no interest in running a marathon, but you're forcing yourself to train to that level, then not necessarily, even though it is a hard thing, not necessarily what I'm talking about. But this situation I was in, having extra time and having difficulty really sinking into what I felt called to do, because it was hard. It took a lot of focus and concentration. In a sense, it was the epitome of deep work that I was trying to reclaim the ability to do. Now, deep work is a term coined by Cal Newton, author of the same book. And in there, he really digs into our ability to be productive, to focus on what we want to do mainly in our work is where he's getting at it. When I started sinking into this and trying to work out, wow, why is this so difficult? I explored a lot of different areas, everything from grit to perseverance I uncovered a layer that sounds very obvious now, but I uncovered a layer where I realized my self-worth had taken a little bit of a dive because I felt like I'd seen, going with this business example, I'd seen all the steps of what I should be doing to grow my business, but I couldn't do them all. 
I felt completely overwhelmed by the sheer volume and by the huge amount of computer time involved in it. I felt like as a highly sensitive, the ways I'd been taught to grow a business were really not working for me. Now, I send great gratitude and thanks to any of the business teachers that I have learned from. I think what they do is wonderful. And if you want my particular recommendation for a wonderful, wonderful business coach, if you're looking along that line, then just send me a message. I have a couple of great names for you. But getting back to this idea of being shown almost like a map of how one should do things, do hard things, and I felt so overwhelmed, and I would end up in a state of, I'll just simply call it feeling out of sorts emotionally. There might be a few others out there who have seen a, or maybe taken a course and seen a map of, this is how you need to do the thing, whether it is build a business, whether it is build a shed, doesn't matter what it is. But if you felt like just because you're highly sensitive, you're not able to complete and tick all those checkboxes like they've been laid out before you, just want to really iterate that you're not alone in feeling that way. And that as highly sensitives, I think we get the joy of discovering another way of doing things. Not all of these ready-made template type things are going to work for us. And that's actually kind of great. Because we need to find different ways of doing things in the world. Now, what does all this have to do with habits? What does all this have to do with another one of those three, which was kind of four things I said at the start, about the digital side, the technology side? And the reason why I'm bringing all of these in together, doing my best to connect the dots so that this is cohesive, is that a lot of our lives are now so based on technology. So if you're trying to do hard things, meaningful things, let's say the the very classic example of write a book And you're feeling like every time you sit down at the computer to get started, you automatically reach for your phone. That's simply a habit. That's simply a way to kind of exit stage left from feeling those challenging feelings of getting going and getting in the flow of things. And habits can always be worked with. So if, like me, you ever have had the experience of having extra time and you wanted to sink into a project of some sort, something challenging, and then found yourself reverting to, I'll call them bad habits for lack of a better term, though they're a habit for a reason, or reverting to what I'll call digital distraction, just know you're not alone in that. And that's okay. Now, I will not be the first to tell you, this is not surprising in the least, that social media, phones, how web pages are laid out, they're designed to keep us engaged and on that screen. 
It's been well-researched and well-put-together to really, essentially, become a pretty big time suck just to check the phone, because it ends up invariably leading down a rabbit hole of checking email, leads to looking up some other random thing, and before you know it, you might have spent 20 minutes watching a YouTube on the migration of snails. By the way, I have no idea if snails migrate, (laughs) but you get what I mean about kind of falling down the rabbit hole. And then when you emerge from that rabbit hole, look at the time and realize, wow, this doesn't feel great. I've been there, so I often want to speak from my own experience. I don't want to put my experience on anyone else's, but if I've fallen down a YouTube hole, as I joke, and come out the other end, I think, wow, I really could have used that time better. And not in a beating myself up way, though I've been there, but this has really been a big year for me to rewire these habits, to reflect on what digital use is actually helpful in my life and what is meaningful and challenging, what meaningful hard things are on my heart, on my mind, and on my soul to complete. So with a lot of reflection time and exploration time and a lot of intuitive messages on what to focus on when, this year has been a huge shift in my habits, in my digital use, and in my self-worth. Now, I'm by no means a monk that lives without a phone and doesn't use a computer at all, but I've really been bringing in this level of digital mindfulness and exploring digital minimalism. And I've been combining that with a really deep dive in the research on habits And then I've just been straight up experimenting with all of that to see what shifts, to see what changes. Because I've heard about this from my clients, my friends, others in the social media world as well, that a lot of us are spending way more time on a screen than we would like to. And I totally get it. We have shifted to a lot more of an online space. Heck, you can go take a dance class online after being on your computer all day long for work. This part of things I completely get is just an added level of challenge, as well as a deeper opportunity to be incredibly intentional with our screen use. If I'm online too long, I know my, I can feel my nervous system, very technical term here, my nervous system just feels fried. I tend to feel frazzled, a little bit like a sort of exposed wire that's lost their insulation as a bit of a metaphor for how it can feel if I've spent way too long on the computer or on my phone. And knowing that I'm highly sensitive knowing that I'm technologically sensitive has also been a pretty huge motivator in figuring out ways to provide balance. So I have now a much deeper sequence of events, sequence of habits that I've adopted and taken on to support my nervous system 
and still help me get the hard things done that I want to get done. It involves a lot more paper. It involves printing things out instead of actually reading them online. Yes, I use recycled paper and acknowledge that I'm using more paper than I would have before. And there are a whole host of other habits that kind of woven into this container around using technology. Because really, all this came to a head a while ago when I realized I'm just giving away my very precious energy. And I'm giving away my attention. And I don't have endless amounts of energy. I know I have so much I can do before needing to reset, before taking some low stimulation time or transition time. And I can certainly get a lot done in a short period of time when I feel refreshed, when I feel full of energy. And I'm getting to a place now where I can actually start the projects, the ones that you say, oh, I'll get to that one day. The ones that are on the back burner that you figure, yeah, there's always time for that. But I want to get into them now. I want to continue them and dive deeper into them now. So know that, of course, there's more coming down the pipeline and I'm working on things in the background. Though, if you followed me for a while, you may have seen big gaps in time over this last year where I just have not been on social media. Every month around my moon time, around my period, as best I can, I take multiple days off social media for sure. And I'll even sometimes put an out of office, I'm taking some rest and recharge time on my email so that I can really create that spaciousness to recharge. As a little ahead of the game here, I'll just drop in that if talked about the moon cycle a few times and if that really speaks to you this has been also part of building habits and building a supportive and intentional life for my high sensitivity I'm going to be doing a really fun event with the 5d business collective so stay tuned for that in February well for now I just want to leave you with some some finishing thoughts here If you're feeling this call to reevaluating your relationship to your phone, your computer, that now is a great time to start exploring that. Really, any time is a great time to begin exploring that. And if you've been struggling to dive into the deeper work, to those backburner projects, if you felt like you may have had more time this past year, but that you don't have as much to show for it as you would have liked. I just invite you to bring in a lot of compassion for yourself. And knowing that today is another day. We've gone through a pretty challenging year and I'm not going to go through all of that. We all know that. There's been some wonderful things about this year, but there's been plenty to set the nervous system off. So the timing may not have been right, whatever it might be. But if you're feeling this 
early shift to reevaluate, to reconsider some of your habits that it might be time to just start reflecting on them. Now, if you want to join a really simple way of practicing less social media use, less digital use, I'm holding a five-day series next week. It's literally five simple practices that I found really helpful to shifting my phone use. They're easy to do. You don't have to sign up, anything like that. And I also get the irony that I do have it on social media. That is not lost on me. And I am exploring other ways off social media, but for now, it's going to be held on my Instagram at Combination Healing. And they'll also be posted on my Facebook page at Combination Healing as well. It's called the Unplug Habit Upgrade. I'll be finishing the week off and this will run from January 25th through to January 29th. Though, of course, you can just scroll back down in the feed to have a look for it if you're listening to this past those dates. But I'll be finishing off the week with a circle to just share experiences around our digital use. That one, there is an email sign up, full transparency for that circle. There's no cost to join. And it's just going to be a really fun, easygoing Friday night gathering. Again, the irony, I get it. (laughs) It's on Zoom. But this isn't about no technology use. This is about how do we dance with using technology? How do we reclaim our focus and do these hard things that are meaningful to us and that feel like our soul work that needs to be done right now? How do we balance all of this together while building an intentional life as a highly sensitive soul? So if you're up for exploring all of those elements, feel welcome to join us all in this little simple practice series. None of them are super in-depth. None of them take a lot of time. I've tried to make it really easy to access And feel welcome to join us as well in the Unplug Habit Upgrade Circle on Friday, January 29th at 7 p.m. PST. I hope you've enjoyed this exploration today. It's been a, a little bit philosophical, a little bit personal story share. Hopefully you've had a little bit of encouragement that even if there are some habits that you want to shift, that this is well and truly possible. And you can consider this episode as just a bit of a kind of dipping the toes in the water of all of this. I'll be bringing in more in the future on how reducing your screen time can increase focus, calmness, and creativity. And if you've enjoyed today's episode, I would really appreciate if you took a few moments to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast so that you'll hear about future episodes when they're released and so that this podcast can grow and connect with more highly sensitive souls out there. I look forward to connecting with some of you next week on the Unplug Habit Upgrade series. And I'll be back with another episode for you very soon. In the meantime, take care, 
Be well. I hope you have a beautiful day and bye for now.